When last we left our adventurers, the brave, brave Sir Reginald and his half-orc companion had reached the dwarvish outpost of Gildim on a mission from the Thrasian Merchants Guild to recover one of their traders who had been stuck in the contested zone of the Arstons making their annual trip into Thrasian territory for the winter. As you guys will remember... The village where he was last seen is just a short half day's uh, journey to the northeast of Gildim. Is there anything you guys want to do? Just pick up some more provisions if they're available because I've used some of mine. Fair enough. I think I'm down, what, three days rations? Uh, That sounds about right. Well, no, because a couple of your nights were in the inn where you uh, partook in there. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I'm only down one day's rations then. No, I'll still stock back up. I like having a week's worth. Okay. And I'm actually using the book to make sure we use the right amount. I was just making crap up last time. (laughs) So, yes, the I was actually pretty close, I think. So proper cost for a days of ration is five silver. Yeah. So, Reginald, are you okay? Uh, What? I thought I'd be rid of you by now. I don't know what was in that food yesterday, but I am not paying full price for food again if it's going to kill me like this did. I still have rations left over from the others. I guess I will have to take my chances and ensure that it is better cooked before I eat it. I mean, you could always try being nice to the people that prepare your food. I know that's a difficult concept. You who does nothing but sing for his food should probably not advise me how I should procure mine. Well, one of us was sick and the other one wasn't. Hmm. Curious. So we're setting out then? Is there anything of interest in this hole in the ground? Well, the Dwarven outposts are renowned for their fine wide range of traders and uh, other exotic wares that might not be found locally. I want to go to wherever there is a little marketplace or whatever and go have a look-see. Is there one such place in this hole in the ground? It's largely uh, outside of the actual shipping areas. The Dwarven Outpost outdoors is almost one giant market. Okay. I want to wander around and look to see if anybody is selling specific items that I'm interested in. Okay, what are you looking for? I'm looking for a small spade, perhaps a shovel. If it is bejeweled, that would be better, and golden, but I will not purchase it unless it's a fair price. I I believe shovels are quite common. Not just any shovel. This is important a shovel with which to fend off evil, a shovel with which to dig to save your life, not just some shovel that you bury your dog's shit with. Well, these are dwarves. They exist almost entirely underground outside of these outposts. If anybody knows shovels, it's the dwarves. So point me in the direction of one such salesperson, crafter, whatever you want to call this short person. Fair enough. You're wandering around... The, the market for a little bit. And yes, you do see, uh, actually, it's a rather nice tent. Uh, you can tell he's 
pretty good uh, at his business. Uh, fine cloth, very sturdy wooden tables, not, you know, the hammered together crap some other merchants have. And of course, he's a dwarf, you know, nice uh, long brown beard, rings on his fingers. He, he, he seems to be well off. No, no. This is, uh, I'm, I'm a warlock. Really? Like, like this is going to impress, but we, we have far better wares in my home. I need to find somebody who understands the darker side of weapon making and being able to craft that into any useful utensil. And apparently that's not going to be this joker. Somebody who's a little bit shadier. So you're looking for a blacksmith master of the dark arts. If there is one in this outpost. Uh, let's see. Um, what can I make you roll for this? Let's say make a, uh, we'll call it an investigation check, which for you is just plus zero. So straight D20 roll. Sadly, you can't find anybody of that type around. Well, that's just stupid. Plenty of normal shovels. Shovels all over the place. No. These are dwarves. They got no. shovels no. almost literally out no. the ass. If I wanted a shovel of that that was just a piece of wood with a an iron end or, or whatever, I could get that anywhere. What I am seeking is something special. And when I see it, I'll know it. I will feel its power and be able to wield it to great advantage. Well, I have a feeling if you're looking for blacksmith master of the dark arts, uh, your home nation might be a better place to look for such things. Mm, I disagree. There's darkness in everybody, even these oh, little certainly. short people. But it would be easier to find in the South. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll see. maybe in the large markets in Ferrer. We'll see. So if there's nothing that I can use, then I'm ready to leave. All right. So you guys set out. It's still pretty early in the morning. You got up early, didn't spend that much time wandering around the market before Sir Reginald stopped looking down his nose at everyone. I write this down. Yeah. Keep it, keep it, keep it a nice little log. And yet again, he looks down his nose at everyone. Literally, no, he actually looked down his nose. Everybody has to look down their nose. It's on your face. You have to look down it. Jesus, makes sense. If you're going to write proper lyrics about me, at least invest a little bit more. These are footnotes. Don't worry, the lyrics come later. So, as usual, is Sir Reginald leading the group? Of course. I would not deign to cut off my liege. All right, Sir Reginald, we're going to ask for a survival check to make sure you know where you're going. And again, for you, survival is just a straight D20, no bonus. <sighs> Luckily for you. <laughs> I believe your magic dice thing that you've tinkered with since last we played is not working properly. Let, let's check. Let's see. Eh, it's working a little better for me. It's quite possible that it will always give you those same results as it did for me. Well, no, mine seems okay. Just, no, ah, no, see, yeah. ah! no, no, you're fine. <laughs> fine, you fools. <laughs> Luckily for you, the ground in this area is pretty flat. Not a lot of remarkable features. You can actually see the small village you're going to off on the horizon. So you'd have to be pretty terrible to get lost. And we set out towards it in a brisk pace. So as you're traveling, uh, you can definitely see there is an Arston presence around. Nothing, you know, no marauding barbarians or anything. You can just see 
the, 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 the tribal people, they, they definitely don't look like the locals wearing animal skins and furs and some of them of an orcish variety, which isn't terribly common in this area any other time of year. You just see them kind of wandering around, leading their horses. Partway, you see a small uh, assembly of tents with a cook fire in the middle uh, off to the south. Approximately a quarter mile outside of the village, you actually come across a group of the Arstons. Uh, there's two humans and an orc, uh, male and female human. And a half-orc, I'm sorry, that, uh, again, covered in animal skins, uh, face-painted. And in front of them is, oddly enough, uh, one of the rare full-blooded orcs of the tribe. And he looks and he sees Tag. And he's like, oh, young one. Hello. Well met. You don't seem to be dressed like your brethren. Uh, well, I am from a different type of tribe, if you might say. What tribe is this that wears such ostentatious clothing? The Thagholden tribe of Lundum. Hmm. We are, we are singers of epic songs and chroniclers of the stories of our people. And idiots. And what's this thing you're traveling with? You bite your tongue or I'll bite it off of you. Currently, it is my paycheck. I just look at him and I just kind of sigh and just shake my head. And what brings you two to this area? We're going to Gildim and you're in our way. I don't think we're in your way. We just happen to be here. It, there's no... It's a pretty large plane. I'm sure you could find your way around if you wished. In uh, in Orcish, I will uh, tell him, like, this one's a bit stubborn. I'm fairly confident he's been hit on the head one too many times. Pay no mind to him. He's just a simpleton. Trying to get him out of the way as quickly as possible. In Orcish, I will reply. You don't know Orcish. Yes, I do know Orcish. We changed that to Elvish. You bastard. (laughs) Goddamn narrator. (laughs) Goddamn narrator. Please wait while I change notes on my goddamn journal because apparently somebody didn't tell me what I can and cannot speak to idiots. When we were creating character, I raised Orcish as an option, but then later I realized Elvish would have been better, and you agreed. I chose just to... Whatever. Fine. Fine. (laughs) I spit on the ground by tag and say, say whatever you will about me. I already know you look down upon me whatever we don't need these people for anything there's no reason for us to stop here let's just proceed to our paycheck at the end so the uh, lead orc says back in orcish ah yeah we we had an ass like him Uh, unfortunately we had to put him down he was in the room holding back the rest of the convoy he uh he has use as of yet so and then once again in common he's like well then travelers uh Enjoy the, the morning. The sun is bright. The, the cold is being held back as of yet. Still odd this time of year, but this is our way. Well met. Safe travels. I glare at him as I walk past him. I as you're walking away, he too. I turns around and converses with the other three, but they actually don't seem to be moving. They're just kind of hanging around that area. Why, why do you have to hate everybody you meet? How many were there again? There were three or two. 
there were the three, uh, two humans, one half orc, and then the large full orc. Can I attack them? If you want. I realize that I am incensed at this point. And I remember my nobility and that (laughs) I do not appreciate being treated this way. And I can hear them snickering about me as I've walked past. And I will not have this. So I turn fuming, eyes blazing. I've even changed their color because I can do that. It's on my sheet. I can change my eye color. (laughs) So I change it to a fiery red and I call upon them that they will not dismiss me or mock me or anything like that ever again. I cast my cantrip, my, my prepper, my, what's it called? True strike. Kaboosh. True strike. And I cast Eldritch Blast on the full orc. Okay. Make your roll with advantage. All right. And for your spell cast, that is at a plus five. You didn't press the advantage button. Okay, fine. What am I doing wrong? Just just do do another. Yeah, just do another D20 now. What? Said that was that advantage. You should have pressed the advantage button instead of the D20 button. So I'm doing this. Yes. Okay. Well, it'll hit. Go ahead and roll damage, which, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, on Eldritch Blast is a D10. So I'm doing what? Just do the damage. And 10. Well, it's asked for how many dice. Quantity is one. Right. Sides is 10. Oh. And then bonus is nothing. Okay. He didn't like that very much. <sighs> we may continue this, and I will char you to a pulp. Pulls out his great axe. Ashes, or you can apologize. I step aside. Points it at you, starts and growling. And um, let's roll for initiative. So, uh, Sir Reginald, that's for you as a d20 plus one. And let's see here for the three... They are rolling at a flat d20, so they get a 16. And for the orc, he is at a plus one. He's at a 19. (laughs) And then Reginald and Tag. All right. Well, the orc will pull out a javelin and heave it in your direction, Sir Reginald. He didn't seem to care for that. I thought he pulled out an axe. He pulled out his axe, yelled, and now he's pulling out a javelin. And throwing it. Fine. Is Okay, so. And he's hitting. So for his damage, you lose five hit points. I don't know what that means. That means now you have four. Ah, okay. <laughs> you only started with nine. For the other three, let's see. They'll pull out daggers and just uh, start encircling you. They, they don't have enough uh, movement to get entirely within melee range. They're just going to surround the two of you. So, Sir Reginald, it is your turn once again. All right. One more second now. Can I command these people? You can command one of them. Once I command them, can I just tell them what to do? Within uh, reason. 
so I uh, can't. Simple commands. I'll tell you exactly what you can do in one second. Yes, uh, one creature can make a wisdom save, and you can tell it to come closer, drop what it's holding, run away, fall prone and grovel, or just stop in its tracks and take no action. Okay, I'm going to command one of them. doesn't matter which one. And I'm going to okay. tell it to run away. All right, so all right, his wisdom is at a plus two, and your spell save modifier is 13. I almost dropped all the books off of my desk. That would have been unfortunate. All right. Plus two. He saves. So he does not pay attention to your command. Fine. I can still do another. I can do a cantrip. Can I not? Nope. That was your action. I thought you could do your cantrips whenever the hell you wanted. No, you can still only do one action a turn. Yeah, it still costs as an action. Uh, it just doesn't use one of your spell slots. Yeah. All which right, command then. did. So you're now out of spell slots for the day. All right. All right, Tag, what are you doing to get out of this situation? I whip out the loot and I start playing a lovely lullaby. Everybody is going sleepy sleeps. All right, let's see here. Just the save for that. One second. Uh, it doesn't have a save. Okay. Uh, so 16 hit points worth of creatures starting with the lowest hit points and then up gets put to sleep. Hold on one second here because this is going to be hilarious, I believe. <laughs> I think I know what's going to happen, and I think it's exactly what I wanted to happen. Yep, because uh, that's also going to affect Sir Reginald. Yep. And since he currently has the lowest amount of HP, Sir Reginald, you fall asleep. Apparently not much I can do about it, so all right. And then I throw <laughs> I throw up my hands, and I'm like... I'm sorry, let me heal the wounds and take my jackass and drag him into the mountains. <laughs> trying to just see how long it lasts for. I'm assuming you can just wake him up at a point. Yeah, I'm, not until I bind him, though. <laughs> uh, it lasts for one minute, yeah. yeah. You won't until have to the spell ends, it takes damage, or you shake or slap the sleeper awake. Yeah. But I got ten rounds before that happens. Yeah. So, yes, uh... Sir Reginald and one of the surrounding tribesmen fall asleep. So the large orc walks over. I will heal your wounds, and I will bind him and drag him off. I don't know what the hell that was. He's never done anything like that before. But very clearly, I'm going to have to have some re-education time with him. He holds his axe. It's like, only because you're one of our people will I let this slight sigh but if I see either of the two of you again, and he just kind of slams the axe into the ground right next to Sir Reginald's head. I fart loudly in his direction while I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair enough. And I'll just go ahead and use one of my healing spells on him. Okay. See so what, if you took seven? Let's see. Uh, yes. What is my healing word? I think it's a D8. Okay. Eight points back to him. So he's quite pleased with your healing efforts. 
And he turns around and kicks the sleeping tribesman awake, waves his hand, and they march off to uh, one of the nearby tents that uh, you've been seeing as you walk in the ground. And uh, I am going to take this opportunity to bind and gag Sir Reginald. (laughs) As you may. And then I'm going to shake him awake. Okay, so we're going to have a little conversation here before we move any further. I've put up with your bullshit since the beginning of this journey. I have done everything I can to keep you alive. I have stopped people from stabbing you in the back, throwing you in the stockades, or calling various thieves' guilds or other things onto your personage. Your attitude is not going to fly anymore. You want to be a hoity-toity son of a bitch? That's fine. I need you to dial it back from 11, maybe down to an 8. Because if this happens again, I'm going to let them kill you. You think you saved me? You're about your gag. (laughs) You are absolutely gag. And yes, I did save you because they would have killed you and eaten you. Eaten you. And let me tell you, they like tiefling. I've watched them eat the flesh from things much skinnier than you. So we can either have a decent partnership and we can go about our business and I can fulfill my job, which originally was not to keep you alive, or I can just sit back and watch you kill yourself. This is a friendly warning to you. I don't want to see you die. I think all life is valuable. And I think that you have the potential to be an amazingly hilarious story for me to tell later on. But now I'm a marked person among my own people because of your actions. I will not hesitate to put you to sleep again. And then I'll just walk away. Do we understand each other? I'm waiting for any sort of nod. If he just sits there, I'm just going to start dragging him. All right. I just start dragging them then <laughs> towards the town. <laughs> Every now and then I'll stop and see if he's in a more uh, agreeable mood. I don't think that's physically possible. Probably not. <laughs> All right. Well, it's. You're you're a half orc. He's a tiefling. It's not that hard to drag him across the ground. I'm going to assume. Well, how much it's, is he? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not not as quick as walking. But you can get him to the quote village. Find a nice place to uh, call it a night and ask if they have a place where I can park my ass. Well, uh, and it should have changed the page for you. Is that correct? It did. In roll twenty. Okay. Well, so, town. yes. So, when I say village, this is basically what you're seeing. <laughs> There's a horse stables on the north side of town, a moderately sized house to the east, uh, a small shack next to the stables, and then kind of like a burnt down wreck of a shack at the south end of town. Calling this a village is generous. Very. So, I'm going to turn back to uh, Sir Reginald. Well, it looks like we've arrived. I'm going to go ahead and ungag you now, and I'm sure you're probably going to try to roast my eyebrows off, and that's fine. 
but we're going to try this again. I'm going to ungag him. I think you upset Sir Reginald. I think I upset Sir Reginald, yeah. Do you intend on unbinding my hands as well? Once I understand, once I see if you understand what I've done for you. Any indication will do. A grunt, as you're so often uh, like to do a fart in a general direction. Anything will work. You did nothing for me, and this is not done. Unbind me now. Say please. I throw a dagger down into the dirt at his feet. You can figure it out then. Enjoy. I go take a look around. All right. Uh, where are you looking? Well, there's a small shack, you said, and then there's like an actual house. And this yes. is supposed to be where our target is, yes? At last you heard he was somewhere in this vicinity. Well, I'm going to go to the nice house. Okay. Or the house. I don't know if it's nice. <laughs> well, Relatively, it's the nicest thing within miles. Excellent. Although some of those orcish tents were pretty nice compared to this. Hey, yurts are no joke, man. (laughs) So yeah, we'll go and uh, knock on the door. All right, door opens. It's a human, uh, rather portly woman. uh, Quite short, maybe five feet if she's uh, having a good day and wearing thick-soled shoes. And she looks up and she's like, told you I don't want any orcs around here. I doff my hat. Good evening, madam, or good day. Uh, we are here in search of, and I forgot what the guy's name is, is Yafrusa? No, you did not get a name. We did not get a name? Nope. We are here uh, to escort someone who was, we were told, would meet us here. Is there anybody in this vicinity that is waiting for an escort? Just me. The stable hands, as far as I know. No visitors or passerbys? Plenty. And just like I said, we don't want no orcs around here. Well then, ma'am, I appreciate your time, and I apologize for bothering you. And she slams the door in your face before you finish talking. Yep, I go over to the stables and the stable shack then. See who's there. Do we have a description of the person? You only know he's a merchant. He was last seen here. I will go talk to the uh, stable hands or at least try to find them. They might be slightly more agreeable. Yeah, there's two stable hands uh, in the shack. It's kind of sitting around a fire. Despite the fact it's barely midday, they already seem to be well drunk. Excellent. Good evening, fellows. They look up and they just like, ah, sneak up on a guy like that. I I apologize. I understand that my somebody's ugly as you are. That is a fair assessment. I see that you are both very, very hard at work. Uh, Pray tell, has a merchant come through here recently or is still around that you uh, may have purchased wares from? Looks like I got money to buy shit. Well, you have enough to buy booze, which is something more than most folks have. After the booze, does it look like I have any money to buy shit? That's fair. The question stands, has a merchant come through or a gentleman of 
not wild nature. Uh, people do come through here all the time, renting the horses, but how how many horses are in there? He's asking you how many horses are in the stable right now. Oh, I look over at the horse. How many are there? Uh, you see uh, six stalls and six horses. Looks like uh, six. Uh, six horses means everybody doesn't come through for the season. We ain't likely to see anybody other than your folk for the next few months. At least till soldiers come through. Do you know how long ago the last non-orc to come through was? Uh, there was a, a fancy guy. He seemed like kind of a dick. He, he was the last one to bring the horse back. We, we told him to have him back. Yeah, he brought it late. Yeah. Miss Robin, she, she was right pissed at him. Sounds he, he, he didn't seem so. to care, though. He was in a hurry. He is like, he's something about the orcs hide. Do you know where he went? I don't know. I don't know. I, I took the horse and went into the stable. Uh, spent the rest of the day working in there. Hmm. So while this is going on, what are you doing, Sir Reginald? I have picked up the knife and removed the binds from my wrists. And walked back to the home where the lady is and knocked on the door. She slings the door open. She's like, I told you I don't want no damn. Oh, what the hell? May I come in so we can speak? You one of them things that can only come in if I invite you? No, but I'm asking. May I come in so we may speak? Like civilized creatures. I'm leaving the idiot behind in the stable where he belongs. He getting drunk with them stable hands, isn't he? Uh, he might as well. I could care less. I would certainly like to discuss this with you, however. Uh, why don't you make a persuasion check? That's at a plus five for you. All right. She looks you up and down, notices your fine robes that you're wearing, you know well-manicured hands and well-groomed hair. You, you, you do seem like a noble, upstanding tiefling. And uh, she kind of eyes you, say, all right, uh, I got some tea on the stove. I suppose we can chat. Thank you kindly. I walk in, close the door behind me, sit down at the dinner table. So she busies herself, uh, pours a couple cups of tea. And she's, she's just kind of not really meeting your eyes like she's kind of nervous and she like she actually gives you the, the, the cup of tea and kind of gives a small little bow thank you very much you may sit down and she, she plops down like she's exhausted reaches for the cup of tea picks it up and just starts rattling and splashing all over the place and she just puts it back down and 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 who who are you sir are you alone here No, I, my my son, he's he's a large large boy. He's he's sleeping upstairs. I changed the color of my eyes slightly more red. There should be some intimidation in them as well. And is your son a vendor of any sort? 
I, I'm, I'm training them to take over the horse business, if that's in what you mean. Okay. We are looking for a vendor. Now, as I understand it, one came through these parts. Well, we've seen lots of them come through these parts. This is one of the last places to pass through before you get to the dwarf town. Please tell me about the last one who has come through. Oh, last one, last one. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that asshole. He's so full of himself. He came in a week late. I thought we were never going to get that horse back. And I tried to tell him that there was going to be a penalty, cousin. He he didn't bring it on time like he said he would. We we was worried. We thought we was going to have to find a replacement for spring. But he just kind of threw reins at one of my my stable boys and just he seemed like he was in a might hurry. Just kept looking over his shoulder and just threw, threw a pouch of gold at me. It, it was what we agreed on, but not not what I was going to ask on account of being late. But uh, he just he, he just wouldn't pay attention. He just ran off. And did he have the appearance of someone who was carrying extra baggage with him, be it gold, jewels, any such valuables? He, he had a large pack, but I said that's that's pretty normal for for his type. And when did he leave the town? Just couple, just a couple days ago, if I'm remembering correctly. And which way did he go? And this is very important. Well, last I saw, he he went south. And he was on foot the entire time. He did not steal any of your other animals. No, all all horses are here, and <laughs> and both the stable hands are still here. Them animals. I don't look amused by the joke. She's she stops laughing immediately. Okay. I reckon you probably have enough fixings here to make me a decent meal. It would have seemed proper to offer. Uh yeah, yeah. I, I was I was fixing to get supper cooking, but um I think I got some some biscuits and, and some ham left over from breakfast, if that'd be okay with you, sir. That would be lovely, thank you. So she busies herself in the kitchen. Tag, what are, what's happened on your end? Well, I'm also going to go take a look at the uh, the burned down house. Since okay. that seems like it might be a decent place to hide since he mentioned the uh, the drunk stabahun mentioned something about our target wishing to hide. So just going to kind of take a poke around there, see what, what it's looking like, what happened. All right. Well, yeah, the, the most of the roof is gone, but... Uh, the walls seem, uh, I don't want to say intact, but they're all still upright. Let's put it that way. Uh, scorch marks. Uh, definitely, it's seen some neglect. The boards are not as tightly packed, you know, tight together as they should be. The door's still on the front, though. I'll go up to it, open the door. It's, it seems that there's, uh, there's just some obstruction. It won't, it won't open. Take a circle around any windows or anything like that that had been shattered, for lack of a better term, or or no, there, there were no windows it. to begin with. It was just four solid walls. You can see some old, uh, like uh, horse tack, kind of hanging along the backside, but it's you know old and useless. How uh, how tall is the building? It's not too big. It's you would probably be scraping your head on the ceiling if you were to walk in. So I can probably take a climb up to the top. 
Yeah. I, 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 you may be a little concerned about the structural integrity of the building. If I fall, I fall. I just want to see if I can take a peek in through the open roof. All right. Why don't you uh, make an acrobatics check? That I can do, hopefully. Okay, 19. All right. So you can definitely get up there, uh, take a look through one of the holes in the roof. And you just see, you know, it's like a mound of dirt that's piled up inside the door, which is the reason why you couldn't open it. And uh, there's like some holes dug. Maybe some animals have been in here. Uh, you can see some old sacks across one wall. There's a, a shelf on the other with some rusted out tools. And then uh, another large pile of something in the corner with uh, like a tarp thrown over it. Mm, might as well uh, climb down inside and see if I can kind of poke around. As soon as your feet uh, hit the ground, you can hear like a little squeak from the, the pile in the corner. The uh, the pile with the tarp? Yes, I'll kind of go over and cautiously just kind of move the tarp over, like, with my sword. Seems to be some resistance. Interesting. I will reach down carefully, grab an edge, and yank. All right, uh, just make a straight strength check. Yeah, you yank it away. And uh, you, see, you can see the resistance was from somebody holding it down over their head. Well, hello he just, there. He jumps back and yelps. Ah, ah, no, not, uh, no. And uh, who might you be? No, uh, I'm, I'm nobody. Well, de- definitely. No, nobody you'd be interested in. Just trying to find a nice place to sleep. What, what time is it? Well, it, this doesn't seem like a very nice place to sleep now, does it? Well, she wouldn't let me in the damn house. What does he look like? Uh, he's human. Uh, long hair. Uh, wearing some traveling clothes, but you can see, like, they used to be kind of nice. You know, same thing with his hair, but uh, probably been on the road and run haggard for a while. So I'm going to ask you again, who are you? Just just a farmer uh, heading south for the winter. Well, your clothes seem to have been very nice, uh, at least at some point. Probably too nice to be a farmer, so I'm thinking you're lying to me. So let's try this again. Who are you? Um, I'm, I'm nobody, sir. Let's uh, make an intimidation roll. Well, you know, I hear that orcs in the area are very interested in nobodies. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Actually, make the roll again since you are half orc. Uh, I'll give you advantage on that roll. It doesn't matter. I rolled a one. It, the, the 14 would uh, discount the one if you were rolling with advantage. I thought the one always took effect if you critical fail. Not if it's an advantage roll. The one okay. doesn't exist. Well, there we go. So it's a 19 then. So, yeah, he just kind of drops to the ground. He's like, it It, it wasn't me. I, I, I was just doing what they told me. What who told you? Uh, the, the boss back in the city. I, it wasn't my fault. I swear, please, please don't eat me. Well, you're in luck. I'm full, so I'm going to ask you again. Who are you? What were you told to do? 
they told me, pretend I, I was a merchant traveling through, going up north during summertime to, 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 do, to, to trade with the tribes. And I, I did. I made a lot of money. <laughs> they said I could keep anything I made from selling stuff. And uh, they, told, they told me about a cave, cave with a, a special artifact they wanted. So I was I was to steal it and bring it back before before the winter. I wasn't expecting it to be winter already. What happened? It seems to be unseasonably cold. So when you say the boss sent you on this, who's the boss? I I, I don't know. I just I took. They hired me through the dwarves. Well, you are handed me a a sealed envelope. Well, you are in luck today because it would seem that you are the person that I have been sent to find. Oh, my God. They they actually sent someone for me. But I'm not liking what I hear. And this sounds like this is a little more complicated than I'm uh, comfortable with. Did you take the artifact? I'm running for my damn life, aren't I? Where is it? Let me see it. I, no, no, I, I can't do that. They told me make sure no one ever touched. I, the only way someone is to touch it is if I am dead. That's that's what the letter said. I cannot let someone else take this. I'm not going to take it. I would like to see it. He's looking kind of nervous. He he goes over to the backpack. Yeah, the the pile in the corner that he was laying on pulls out a backpack and reaches in and pulls out another smaller pouch inside a leather pouch and he just barely kind of opens it and I take a peek can I see in like enough to kind of get an idea of what it looks like make a perception check God my rolls are terrible tonight <laughs> yeah that's there, there's something in there, but he, you can tell he's really trying to not show you. So I'm going to go ahead and try to persuade him to uh, take it out further. Look, so here's the deal. If we're going to be taking you back across the plains where we came from, there are a whole lot of works out there. And if they're looking for you and what's in there, I need to know what it is. Because if I don't know what it is and I don't know what I'm dealing with... I'm not going to be able to keep you alive. It's just it's just you, though? You against all those orcs? I have somebody else with me who is well-versed in the arcane arts. Where Where's he? He doesn't sully himself with climbing into rat-infested dens. The, the rats weren't that bad. <laughs> so I will ask you again. Take it out of the bag. Show it to me. I will not touch it, but I need to see it. So he starts to untie the bag. And at this point, we find out how Sir Reginald's lunch is going. (laughs) I'm assuming by this point that I've clearly eaten and we are sitting across from each other at the table. Correct me if I'm wrong. That sounds perfectly fine to me. You mentioned a son. What's his name? Ronald. Ronald. And Ronald is sleeping right now. He's 
he was out with the stable hands last night. I told that boy that that wasn't the type of folk he wanted to be hanging around, but uh, I think I think he's still sleeping it off. And that would be where this is not a very big home. Yeah, you just kind of see there's like a tiny loft. Up. It's not even like a second floor. It's just a loft, you know, six feet off the ground and running across one wall of the house. You can see some beds up there. And you say Ronald is strapping lad. Oh, yeah. He, he would give some of them orcs a run for their money in the, in the largeness department, definitely. And he's agreeable as well. I, I've been training him to be a businessman. So if, if and that's what you mean, he's, he's a smart lad. I look around the home very slowly, casually. It's a very nice home you have here. How long has it been in your family? Well, my pappy gave it to me, and his pappy gave it to him, and, and, and she just kind of like counts off on her fingers. So I, five, five generations now we've been living here. Fi- finest horse stock you'll find in this area. Mm-hmm. It's very nice wood, I notice. Could describe the house. There's not a lot of brick, correct? Made out of wood, right? Yeah, it's it's largely wood. Okay. So, I take one of the torches that I have in my backpack, and I place it on the dinner table. Okay. And I say, I'm in need of someone to accompany me on my journey. Do you think I, your son would be interested in such a journey? I I, I don't think so. He he doesn't he doesn't like leaving in the, the the town. It is a very nice home you have here. It'd <laughs> Thank be a you. shame if something were to happen. I would imagine you'd have to spend most of your time in the stable with those drunkards, right? No, no, I. Mm-mm. I would never. That'd be terrible because you would have nowhere else to go, right? Right. So I'll ask again. I require somebody to assist me and to do whatever I say. I cast flame flicker on the torch so that the embers light just a touch and then go out. Okay. Go ahead and make a intimidation roll for you. That is plus five. Okay. And also, while I'm thinking about it, uh, Sir Reginald, mark down that you have inspiration because you did fulfill one of your character uh, traits of not suffering insults and flying off the handle at the slightest provocation. So at, at any point of your choosing, you can make a d20 roll with advantage. For what? For anything. For anything. I could do a d20 plus advantage. Okay. What, yeah. where so, and on, on an attack roll, on a saving throw, on a skill check. Okay. So, what am I writing down here? And you just see at the top of your character sheet, there's a box for inspiration. Okay. And I'm putting what? Just put a check mark in it. It's you either have it or you don't. You only have one. Okay. Okay. Just keep that in mind. It might come in handy later. Okay. All right. So, she's she starts shaking again. Tears. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm, I was so scared. I, I never, I never seen anything like you were so nice, and you were so mean. You were so nice again, and so mean again. 
<laughs> There's, I made it up. I don't have a son. I was, I just wanted to, to make you think there's someone here who can beat you up if you try to mess with me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take the torch. I put it back in my backpack. I stand up very slowly and deliberately. And I walk towards the door. I open the door. And I press my hand against the wooden frame. And cast a little flame flicker again, but not enough to ignite the flame. And then calling over my shoulder say, Well, it would appear you have a choice to make. Either you can come with me on this journey eventually coming back to a home or stay here where you will have no home. She's just a sobbing wreck. She's she, you're not sure she even heard you. I need an answer now. Why, why, why you want it's me? It's a one just... or the other. Please decide what you would like. But what what can I do? You're so you're strong. I'm just I'm just a fat old lady. There will be meals that need preparing, provisions that need gathering, even some perhaps small creatures that you can take out because it's beneath me to do so. Either choice, as I said, you can stay here without a home or come with me and eventually come back to this home. All right, let's see. So 10 or lower, she comes along 11 to 20. She stays behind. Okay. She's just... She starts kind of inhaling and all right, can can I at least get some things? Pack some provisions. You won't need many changes of clothes. And meet me at the abandoned house. Or the burnt house, whatever. Uh, I'll come right quick, sir. I walk out. And I walk towards the burnt-out house. I try to open the door as well and see that it is... Has he cleared it yet? No. So we're going to cut back inside. Okay. And yeah, he opens the pouch and it's just... It's a, it's a, it's a talisman. Like you can see it's a finely carved stone. Uh, some runes, it appears to be engraved around the edge. Uh, a couple gemstones set inside... Um, anything, knowledge, religion, or anything like that might trigger it, or? Uh, you can make an arcana check. Don't think I have arcana. Uh, I do. Uh, arcana or history, but they'll tell you two different things. Well, I do have history, which actually has a slight bonus, so I might as well try that. All right. So, yeah, you notice this seems to be a much finer representation of uh, some of the same talismans you've seen tribal elders wear. 
there there's have been you know obviously no gemstones and more you know commonly out of wood or a lesser stone this seems to be like almost like a marble or like some some fancy type of stone not, nothing you could just pick up off the ground but the the shapes definitely seem very similar so this is something that like aside from the material it's made out of this is something i would have seen like back home yes and back home stealing something like this would be well that would be really bad one would guess. All right. I think we're going to have to go a little bit deeper down the rabbit hole. We're going to have to deliver this guy and then find out, find out who ordered him to steal this or who requested that he steal this in the first place. So at this point uh, is when Sir Reginald attempts to open the door and he, the, the guy just jumps and, quickly puts the pouch away back in his backpack. That's like, fine. Actually even kind of like sits on it, trying to hide it. I will uh, go and I will uh, clear the dirt and open the door. As you're doing that, you also notice uh, on the back side of the door, there's a symbol carved in. And what's the symbol look like? It's a, a circle with a like a couple stars on one end and like a few other circles. Like you feel free to make an arcana check if you want to try and decipher it. Oh yeah. We are definitely going to do that. Nope. You have no clue. Um, detect magic. Not sure if that would quite work in this case. Well, if it's a, if it's a ward or a trap or something like that. But I, I, I think really all that would tell you is whether or not it's magic. Like it wouldn't help you decipher it. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to see like. Okay. Yeah. If I'm if it if it is something that's magically charged. Okay. So I think that's just a straight. It works, right? Yeah, it just works. Yeah. Yeah. So you, there's definitely a, a, an aura kind of radiating around it, and you can even kind of follow. I, I don't want to call them ley lines, but there's definitely kind of like power lines running throughout it, and it, there's one. Uh, on each wall of the little hut. You, you can finally. I make a quick sketch of the design and I turn to the gentleman in the corner. Is anything going to happen when I open this door? I don't, I don't think so. Did you put these here? Yeah. Yeah. That they told me to just to, to, to draw that it, it, somewhere if I needed to hide, and they they gave me a little a, a, a thing of water I was supposed to pour over it. Well, I think the time for hiding is done, so let's clean these off and let's go. If, if you say so, sir. I do, and I uh, will yell out through the door. We are coming out. Please do not blast. We. We. I found our charge. So clear up the symbols, get out the door. Okay. Uh, Sir Reginald, may I introduce you to nobody? Nobody, Sir Reginald. Sir? I am a sir myself. And your name is? I am Sir Reeve Garner, the finest merchant to come through these lands in many a year. Most sirs don't concern themselves. With being merchants, they 
go to merchants when they need things, but they don't themselves become merchants. Where exactly are you from? Well, I, I'm assuming you're from Sar, Mr. Tiefling. And you are? I, I am from Theris. We do, we do things quite differently. The, the Merchant's Guild is renowned throughout the realm. I see. And you have actual nobility papers to prove that you are not just pretending to be something that you're not. Yeah, I mean, it would be terrible to pretend to be something you're not, wouldn't it? I don't carry him around with me. That would, that would be foolish, but of course. Foolish? Really? Sir Reginald, you carry yours with you, do you not? I pull out my scroll of pedigree. <laughs> oh, It is man. not foolish to prove to those who would sully the name of a lord or a sir that you can... You are one yourself. Put it back in my backpack and ask again. So you have no proof whatsoever. Let's just assume you're a merchant. We are to take you back. That's that's what Mr. Ork here tells me. Okay. They said that you were hired by my my guild to, to come escort me back. Is there any because reason why they were you couldn't? afraid the Orcish tribes would steal my wares without any protection. What wares might that be? He just kind of points at his backpack. What wares might that be? Oh, man, many things. Uh, pieces of, you know, artwork. And uh, I, I was trading up north with the tribes. There are many fine cloths that they don't see up there very uh, often. An, you know what? Shut up. That's it. You're done. The, the line stops if we're going to be escorting you. He was on a mission, hired out to go do some things for uh, up there and take something that doesn't belong to him. Hey, you just see him. He's like, like waving his hands like, shh, shh. They could, somebody could hear you. Yes, the person sitting in front of me. But, now shut up. He just looks around nervously. So we are going to escort him back. However, you may be interested in it, and it is something that is potentially very important to my people. And what is it? I will uh, kind of just make a... Uh, I'll move over and I'll lower my voice. It is a form of talisman of some sort. It is something that in the orc lands is used as a show of power and prowess. It's made out of a very fine material, which is something that is not common. So whatever it is, it is incredibly important. And I would like to know who hired him to steal it. I would like to see the item. So if I have to intimidate this person or whatever, I would like to see the item and hold it in my hands. He's been through this song and dance before, so he'll agree, but he'll motion you back into the hut so it's not out in the open. Okay. Fine. And again, just as I described before. Um, I've got it in my hands now? Yes. Okay. And... uh, if you'd like, you can make an arcana check. History won't do much for you since you don't know much about orcish history. No, but I have a history plus two. Sure. How much orcish I'm... history do you know? Okay, so you're saying it's separate. It doesn't list histories by different things. It just says no. history. Okay, arcana. So what am I rolling? Uh, arcana for you is a plus one. You know, I think that if I uh, play a little background music, you might do a little bit better. So why don't you go ahead and add yourself a d6? So just go ahead and roll the d20, and if you need to, you can add a d6. So just 
slash roll d6 to add to that because you're going to need it. What? What am I doing now? Slash roll space 1d6. There All you right, go. So it's total of 17. So yeah, you you definitely feel a power emanating from this. It's it's interesting because you there's like a, a smaller, more noticeable, like I could I could almost describe it as like a, a sharp whistling as if it were sound. Like you really notice it, but it's not very powerful. But you can definitely see beneath it there's a much deeper power to it, but it's barely perceptible. I address the merchant and I ask, is this what the dwarves want back or do they want you back? I, I was, I don't, I, I, and I look as menacing as possible. I don't, I was just told to get the artifact and get to Gildim and they would pay for my passage back home. So I, I was told I would meet someone back in the, the lunar garden. Okay. Am I able to take this item and put it into my backpack? If you wish. Yes, I do. He's, he'll, he'll start to protest and then he'll just, he'll, he'll I just, just quiet down. Okay. And, and you remember all, all you were told in your mission briefing was to bring the merchant back. Yes, but... That, Noble, I know what needs to be done. I don't need them mucking about and telling me what they want to for me to believe. This is what they want back. So I address the merchant. That is definitely a possibility. I'm just informing you what what was written. Narrator, on the paper. you are getting on my nerves. I'm telling you, this is what they want. So I tell I, the merchant. I think technically I would be the one to tell you that, <laughs> but carry on. I tell the merchant that we are leaving now. He is free to join us if he wants to. But frankly, I don't care one way or another. I wave to plump lady and tell her that we will be on our way. Yeah, you, you see her kind of hustling over. She's got... I, calling it a backpack would not be accurate, but it's like a, a, like a blanket with a rope tied around it kind of slung over her shoulder. You can hear it rattling as, as she comes running along. She's got like this huge shawl wrapped around her shoulders. She's put her hair up in a scarf. She's wearing I, uh, riding boots. <laughs> I look over to, to Sir Reginald. Did you hire a new retainer? I did not hire anybody, and she is not your retainer. She will be serving I didn't me. Say, didn't say for me. I Please asked for be you. quiet. And I just walk past him. Nothing yeah, but she, contempt in my eyes for him. She, she catches it. How, how, how long we're going to be gone? I, I, I can't leave the, 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 the town unattended. Tell the deck, uh, the stable hands that they are in charge until we get back. It should not be very long. Those two fools? They'll eat the friggin' horses. I flicker some flame again around my fingertips. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks. Yes, sir. I, I, I look over, and if you're worried about them eating the horses, you know there's four of us, and we can probably at least save four of those horses. She kind of looks at you, and then like you see it kind of come across her face. She's like, yeah, that... Uh-huh. And I, I could leave him at the stable in Gildim. There's there's a there's a good stable master there that would that would keep them for me. And then your per, your investment would be well protected. Then fetch the horses, lady. So she runs over to the to the shack and just starts yelling. 
eventually you see stable hands stumble out. She kicks one of them in the ass on the way. Takes a little while. They're definitely not doing too well in their <laughs> dexterity, but uh, eventually they get four horses saddled and you're pretty sure everything is strapped in correctly. Okay. So I climb onto my horse and I assume we are going back to the dwarfs that we started off with, correct? That, that would be correct. At least that's what I have written down here. <laughs> yeah, so you're here to escort him back to Gildeem. That was um, the extent of your mission. As a point of uh, order, I'll kind of ride up to Sir Reginald and I'll say, look, you can snub me in a minute, but you may be interested to know that our lovely little orc friend has made a uh, a uh, statement that if him or his little traveling group sees us, they will attack first and... Uh, talk later so if you want to go in guns blazing i'm at your side on that one if you don't want to and you want to take a long way around or think of something else i'm with you on that one too completely out of character vince can you return the map back to what it was oh yes certainly since now we're done here there you are okay so we're in you're right around like the bottom of the sea and contested so i said you're a couple hours outside of Gildeem. On horseback, you can make it there in no time. Okay, now you'll have to forgive me between freaking Tylenols and it's been a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Where did we start off again? The original mission, you started in Vungrim, which is in the middle of Ferris. I'm looking at... Okay, yeah, I see that. You traveled by land north to Thardim. Right. And then you traveled underground to Gildeem. Yeah, now where are we bringing this jackass? The job you were contracted for was to return the merchants to the Dwarven Guild in Gildeem. In Gildeem, okay. And we don't have any better map, obviously, of what's between where we are and Gildeem. Well, you just traveled that. It's said, the it's open plains plain, things, yeah, yeah with, with some tents and the orcs, orcs that are there and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, are we at a breaking point here? Because it would make sense because the next part would be heading out of town and dealing with orcs, right? If you want. We've been, this is, we're looking I at said, close yeah, to the, an hour and a half. This so particular part of the session has already lasted longer than I was thinking, so who knows? Yeah, we're at, by the we're looking at over an hour and a half. I'll be able to edit it down to maybe an hour and a quarter, maybe a little less. Yeah, because we cut out a lot of the bullshit this time around a lot of it so there's not going to be nearly as much time taken out some but not as mm-hmm. much so we're looking still at an hour and a quarter that's a fair stretch for people to listen to okay no that's so fine. this is a good point too so if you want to give a little spiel before we we cut out then we can go from there well not much i can say without giving things away <laughs> all right fine then next time on for the lore <laughs> Jackass, stupid. We should, uh, we should, we should pick an outro song like uh, <laughs> Agents of Shield and Supernatural, where it's you know, <laughs> yeah, it just plays in the background as we're going out. God. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. And then the camera cuts away and pans to see an army of orcs marching behind you. (laughs) I have a plan. This should be great. I'm guessing there was some shit there that you weren't expecting. 
a bit, but <laughs> that's that's the glory of D and D, man. Yeah, I said that the fun for you is coming up with crazy shit for me to do. The fun for me is figuring out how to make it work. <laughs> well, this actually turned out completely different than where I was planning on taking this character. But I've got him so set in my mind of who he is. It's like when I write a character kind of thing. I, they play around in my brain so long that I've got them inside and out. And I know this guy. And this was not how I was planning it. But <laughs> from here on out, this is a different Sir Reginald than what we had at the beginning. I said, you're, <laughs> when, you're Joe, you changed him. <laughs> is 100% in character for how we rolled him up. I, I will say that. Yeah, that was... As I was walking, I'm going like, no, he just, forget it. I, I, I was trying to keep it in the fury, and then it's like, nope, not going to happen. And I see the, the exact phrasing on that character trait. <laughs> yep. uh, yes, I too often hear veiled insults and threats in yeah. every word addressed to me, and I'm quick to anger. <laughs> well, there was no veiled insult. You just didn't understand the language. <laughs> yeah. I did not like the way they spoke to me. And Joe tying me up and binding me. Oh my God. That's it. <laughs> Character is quite literally the rest of this journey. Old Sir Reginald is gone. He is furious from this point onward. There's, there's going to be nothing but hell to pay for everyone around him from here on out. When you, when you assaulted the orc, I was like, holy shit, I'm going to kill both of them right here, right now. Like there was it without some incredible luck. There was no way you were going to survive that particular encounter. So I'm not going to lie. Uh, the flat out, the reason that I, uh, I decided to sleep you, Roger, is because I heard the words great axe. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not privy to this yet. Uh, but that set every alarm in my body off. And I'm just like, oh, God damn it. We're all going to fucking die. I <laughs> know oh, it's fitting character with your character. But that's why it was like from oh, yeah. the, a switch went off in his head from that point on. And he is going to be a psychopath. Here's from what's hilarious. When Sir Reginald was giving him the silent treatment, I wasn't sure if Sir Reginald was pissed or you. <laughs> or Roger, yeah. I was like, did, I'm thinking like, did he disconnect? Like, or... <laughs> I was role-playing. No, you were role-playing so well, I was confused. <laughs> oh, good. That means I did my job. Yeah, it was just freaking... That was awesome. <laughs> I wasn't planning on attacking the orcs at the start, going through the entire side story with the poor woman in the house. <laughs> that, that was hilarious. If she was going to say no... I was torturing the house with her in it and walking out. If it, it was basically a, a, a willpower test for her. If if she was strong of willed enough to stand her ground amidst your threats and she failed. <laughs> yeah, I uh, seriously, I was torturing her in there. I was kind of <laughs> hoping she wouldn't come along just so that I could see if the roles would allow it. That's epic. that's why I left it up to the dice. I was like, I am not going to determine this. We're going to leave it up to the dice. Would have been an epic scene. Talk about a movie scene. Him walking away oh, from yeah. a building that's torched up with her on her knees in the room. <laughs> going up in flame. <laughs> the, the, the thiefling sorcerer or thiefling warlock walking out of a burning building with the screams of the, the woman in the background. Oh, yeah. I been. actually was hoping it would happen, too, just so that Joe would see it. 
Well, the, the <laughs> tag would see it. And just so that there'd be maybe a little understanding, uh, maybe a touch of fear. I don't know if that character is capable of it, but just a touch of, oh crap, what have I really gotten myself into here? And that would have been fun. But I'm not done See, with it. She's with me now anyways. But that's the thing, right? It wouldn't have it wouldn't have inspired fear. It probably would have inspired respect. And I would have started writing even more furiously. <laughs> because the character, my character's dying for like this epic hero story to like retell. Like that's his character. <laughs> the epic hero of burning the old lady like, alive in her house. She was very clearly an evildoer. I mean, come on. Yeah. She's she's at least racist. We could put it that way. Hey, that, that's my character's interaction with her. She hates orcs blindly. I was very nice to her. She slammed the door on my face. Her house burning down seems appropriate. Well, I'm not done with her. We're going to have fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to make some stats for her. <laughs> yeah, because she's going to be fighting shit. <laughs> so. Define fighting. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you want her to swing a frying pan at something, that is within her realm <laughs> ability. Get some stats on the frying pan. <laughs> Maybe I can enchant some Improvised pan. weapon. There you board. go. I don't need a shovel. I'll enchant a freaking frying pan. Thank you for listening to For the Lore. Each week, the show is broadcast live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Stop by forthelore.com slash live to join the conversation and have your thoughts discussed on the show. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Comic Book Informer, a weekly podcast from Vince and Roger, as well as Popcorn Ronin, a bi-weekly movie, TV, and anime podcast.